I'm Bill Finn. You may remember me from other popular podcasts like This American Lice, Daycare Disasters, and The Crafty Brewtown Strangler, The Limited Edition Killer. Take it from me, a good podcast is like a fine wine, perfect for binging. It's season three of the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. My name is Jim Martin, along with my co-host, Chris Beyer. We are here via Zoom one more time, still in the coronavirus quarantine, whatever you want to call it. So today, we are welcoming back former guest, fan favorite. Everybody give a a warm welcome for Dr. Tim Oakland. Welcome back, Tim. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Jim. You said fan favorite. Actually, Tim's episodes for season two were the most listened to episodes of season two. That's right. Great. Build high expectations. That's that's right. We definitely have high expectations for this one. Hey, I want to start off by saying I'm a huge fan of your work. Are you talking to me? Yeah. 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 Oh, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, Tim, all you do, you you excel at. I mean, all your your books, your lectures, everything. It's amazing how you keep up the energy to do all that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, it's, uh, it's not easy. Diet, exercise, meditation. <laughs> meditation, yes. Yeah. Vitamin C, zinc. You, d- sure. you take a... Take some fish oils now and then. Yeah. Sure. Hydroxychloroquine, you taking that? <laughs> no, no, no. Do you have like a, a daily routine you can walk us through? Is there anything, you know, special? That daily you routine. You know, I like daily routines. It's been really messed up during this uh, pandemic you know, sometimes I get up in the morning, I'm not really sure what day it is because uh, my whole schedule has been kind of flipped on its side. So it's been, it's been a struggle, but it's been a struggle for everybody, you know? The, yep. the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Yeah. But your work is inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> your interests are so eclectic. Your knowledge is so vast and varied. Where do you get time to, to do all the reading and all the research? I make time. I'm big on time management. Set goals, you know, short term, long term. Try to see where I where I want to be five years from now. How many languages again do you speak? <laughs> well, I think on the last program we discussed uh, how fluent I was in Norwegian. I mean, I, mean, I believe you've told me before that you're fluent in twelve languages. How about you, Chris? How many languages do you know of? Well, I, I did work on uh, Spanish, and now uh, I'm wor- working a little bit on Slovakian. Okay. Okay. Wow. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Uh, say something in Slovakian. Dobre uh, noc. Okay. And what does that mean? That means good evening. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. How about you, Jim? You know any uh, uh, second languages, third languages? Yeah, German. Yeah, I okay. took German, German all through schools. Dunkoff. Yeah. Yeah. I might appear as a Dunkoff in this uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I know that. Uh, I know that you always said that. That everything is 90% mental. Running a marathon, 90% mental, right? Only 10% physical. That's kind of one of your theories in life, I know. Right. It's a battle of the wills. You got to tell your body to keep going. Um, fatigue makes cowards of us all. But if you're tough mentally, that's, that's a big part of it. You got to get the check up from the neck up. Yep. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. It's all, it's all the mindset. I understand. I'm with you. I follow your stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> my motivational classes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I can't tell you the number of times I watched the TED Talk. Yeah. Oh I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, since we're in a, a difficult time now uh, with this pandemic, uh, how are you two guys coping? Found any mental strategies to get you through each day, or? Well, like Jim, I listen to your TED Talk. That's the first thing <laughs> okay. I do. Sure, sure. Wake okay. up, and crack of dawn. You know, like you say. Like you say, you know, early bird gets the worm. I mean, I think you made that one. That's so, right. Uh, early to bed. Uh, what is that? Early to bed, early to rise. Well, uh, you're asking us. You're saying. <laughs> Makes us all healthy and wise. I, the, the one thing I'll say I do is I, I do get outside. I try and get outside as much as I can. You know, yeah, get, I got some good sun stuff. today. Yeah. Sat out on my patio. I was wearing little to nothing, so I did burn on some spots. <laughs> Viewers, use your imagination. Um <laughs> Yeah, I burned some spots today. I saw the uh, the picture of the sandhill cranes. Isn't that something? A family. Yeah, on your driveway. Uh, you got wild kingdom going on there. You got coyotes. You got cranes. What else have you seen in your backyard? I've got a picture of two bald eagles this year, and uh, get a lot of hawks. You know, yeah. a lot of geese. Yeah. You said you've had cranes and herons, but you've had no egrets. <laughs> That's how you yeah. live your life. That would be correct. Yeah. One thing I've always followed, one of your mottos, is you say that you'd like to be the last one to work and the first one to leave. That's <laughs> <laughs> This is why I like it. Is you turn things on its head. Well, yeah. to elucidate on that a little bit, oh, <laughs> that's uh, time management. You know, it's yeah. not the quantity of time, it's the quality. So yeah. if I get in there late, get down to business, focus. It's all about get, focus. Get the right. hell out of there, yeah. Get out of there early. It's got to be that way, I would imagine. You can't spend a lot of time in one spot. You've got a lot of places to be almost at the same time sometimes, I would imagine. There's no time to bleed in my world. Well, you go right from work to the lecture hall where you're, you're a professor. <laughs> but that's pro bono. All your stuff yeah, generally course. is free of charge, right? Yes, you know, um, <laughs> I do a lot of pro bono work. Yeah, you know, my da- my dog wants to be left let outside, so just keep talking. Right. <laughs> there you go. Get out of there, man. All right. Sorry about that. This is something we wouldn't be able to do in the studio. See, this is the kind of thing that this affords us, right? Yeah. The dog has brought you a certain sense of serenity. We've talked about that before. It, that's that's true. Basically, he's just a package of love. You know, he looks at me some days and, and I look at him and uh, together we can get through this uh, pandemic. How about you guys? Have you guys been feeling any malaise lately or any physical discomfort from this? Or I've got malaise, Jim. Yeah, I've definitely had a, 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 almost like Malaysia. Have you ever yeah. been to Malaysia? I have not. I Chris have, might have. I have been to Malaysia. So what did you learn from uh, spending time in Malaysia? I found the Malays did have Malays. They also uh, have malaria there, don't they? I probably took hydrochloroquine. <laughs> That's right. It all comes back to that. In retrospect, maybe I did take hydrochloroquine. You know, when you go to places, maybe Africa, maybe not so much Malaysia, but they give you shots and different things. Don't, like. don't they give you a shot before you go and then every so often while you're there too? I don't remember. It's, it's been a while, but I probably took something. I well, don't you've obviously took something um <laughs> probably took something for this podcast huh yeah well i told you hydrochloroquine what's the other one the remdesivir or something oh, yeah. remdesivir i'm taking everything sure. as a precaution you I can never be too ventilator. careful 
You got a, your own ventilator at home? Yeah, I, I use some uh, Pringles cans and some Ziploc bags. You got to make do with what you have. That's, that's inventive. I mean, I, I, I like that Chris idea. This is very creative in that way. You're, right. you're uh, a modern-day MacIver kind of. Yeah, that's no good. BS aside, uh, I've always felt that you're very crafty. Okay. Yeah, I, is that is that a is that a cyclopedias I see behind you there, Chris? Yeah, I was just reading the Art of War by Sun Tzu. You're sure. you're like you're a big fan of Sun Tzu, right? Twelfth century China, right? Not really. Just, that surprises me. I mean, so much so much of your philosophy and and the way you do things are are so similar. Sometimes people in totally different uh, environments can come up with the same concepts. There's no such thing as original thought, right? There's parallel no. thinking. No, we're all capable of coming up with same ideas from uh, different cultures. What I learned uh, from Sun Tzu is that if our guest is superior, that we evade him. And if he's angry, we irritate him. If we're equally matched, then we fight. And if not, we retreat and evaluate. And so that's how I've treated all these podcasts. Well, yeah, but, you know, I've noticed that. So all of a sudden, you'll just disappear sometimes. That's the thing. I think, where, where's he going? Where's he? I didn't realize until just now. Oh, oh that must have been the, one of the retreat times. That's some good food for thought there, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Very scintillating conversation you always uh, tend to uh, engage in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you could pontificate, what would be your <laughs> biggest takeaway from, uh, what was it, Sung? <laughs> Sung Su. I want to know what the difference between scintillating and scintillating is. Yeah, That's me too. <laughs> Well, scintillating is something fascinating or brilliantly clever. Oh, okay. Scintillating, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tim, tell us a little bit about the work you did with the foundation. With the foundation? Yeah. Is it the Tim Oakland Foundation, the Timothy Oakland Foundation? What's the name of it again? <laughs> um, you tell me, Chris. I, I, uh, I'm not really sure what foundation you're talking about. There's so many I've been involved in. You know, the oh. humility, too. I mean, it's like, you know, which one are you talking about? The thing is, Jim, and you have to remember that he's got a lot of irons in the fire, and so yep. you name it, he, he helps. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, this, this is tough not seeing you guys in person. As, as Chris will tell you, most of my co communication is body language anyway, so you guys can see my expressions and so forth. It's going to be really tough for your uh, audience. Now, you guys have been doing this podcast for, what, a couple of years now? Third yep. season now. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, what would you say your uh, uh, your viewer uh, numbers are at? Uh, you know what? Uh, we don't talk numbers. <laughs> That's right. That's, well, you're humble that way. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna sound like bragging. <laughs> I'll say this: that the general trend has been going up, and that's the main thing that we look for. I'll you want to be trending upward. Season you don't want to flatten the curve at this point. No. no. And you know what? Sometimes it's baby steps. You know, it takes a while to get the vehicle in gear, but uh, as long as you're progressing. Yeah, I mean, that's so familiar. I hear that every day in my head, every day, Tim, baby that's step, right. baby it's step. Not, it's not the large jumps, it's, it's the, what is it, the tortoise and the hare? The, the hare takes off sprinting, but it's the tortoise that wins that race because he's, he's slow and steady. Now, somebody just today, we're talking about tortoises, and he said turtles are pretty fast, but tortoises are slow. I didn't know that. I did I not know, know that. I couldn't even tell you what uh, I thought they were anonymous or anonymous. <laughs> like to, <laughs> they don't like to be like known. To be anonymous, so <laughs> some like to be out there in the front lines. But uh, um, but uh, I thought those terms were uh, equally the same. 
synonymous. Synonymous, yeah. That's <laughs> it. Right. Or unanimous, yeah. one of the two. Right. <laughs> Either one will work. Yeah. yeah. The turtle's in the water, right? And the tortoise lives on the land, I think. Well, I, I know like there's that. a sea turtle. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Yeah, you don't hear the sea tortoise. No. So I think that might be the distinction between the two. The, the turtle is in the water and the tortoise is on land. Yeah. Yeah. They're very reserved. They don't come out of the shell that often. <laughs> That's a good That's point. True. They're not social creatures. You never see like a bunch of turtles hanging out, just uh, shooting the breeze, you know? You got a, you got a wetland yeah. in your backyard. I do. do you, I do. Do you see turtles and tortoises back there? I do see turtles once in a while, but... Uh, Are they good eating? Are they good, <laughs> they good soup, from what I hear. Yeah. It's a bit of a delicacy in uh, Malaysia, I believe. Figured you would know that having uh, traveled. You know, you know I'll talk about Malaysian food. Uh, I was at some small street market in Malaysia. It was kind of an outdoor restaurant. There was a huge fish tank right next to me. And at one point, somebody came over and pointed at a big fish inside the fish tank that that's the one he wanted to eat, right? <laughs> right. The guy reached down in the fish tank, grabbed the fish, and just inches from me, clubbed it to death by my foot. <laughs> That's fresh. Right. Well, Chris, you've always been a big fish in a small pond, from what I hear. It's good to be a big fish in a small pond. Right, right. You were a big fish in a small pond, North Dakota. I mean, you're- I think I'm a pond. big fish in a big pond, I like to think. Yeah. You went to, what was the name of the Fargo or my, what uh, university? Uh, university of North Dakota. It's in Grand Forks. And you, you played football for North Dakota, right? Very little, very little. Uh, uh, played at Bismarck State College. Uh, kind of gave it up after the junior college days. Were you a tight end? What, were you, what did you play? <laughs> you said I got a tight end. Is that what you said? Well, that's that's no. the rumor, but... Uh, outside linebacker. Did you get concussions? You know, that this was uh, a long time ago in the early 80s, and there really wasn't any... Uh, Concussions? concussions? Yeah, protocol back then. There were no concussions back then. We just didn't have concussions. Just on it and uh, got back in there, you know. I'll let our listeners decide how many times you got hit in the head by how slowly <laughs> you respond to our questions. Right. <laughs> right. That might have more to do with how many uh, Maker's Mark whiskeys I've had. <clears throat> on do you have a sponsor by any chance? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Brought to you by Maker's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Goes down smooth and easy, just a little yeah, bit it's ice. A, uh, Tennessee or uh, a Kentucky straight bourbon. In all seriousness, did you get your bell rung bad a couple times? Um, I would say yes. That was a long time ago. Don't have as good a memory as uh, <laughs> as I would like to. Boy, that's an old term. You don't hear that anymore. That guy got yeah. his bell rung. That's a medical term. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Uh, you, you were a big-time swimmer, weren't you? Yeah, I never got my bell rung in swimming. Okay, not very much the wall. back there. Never hit the wall. The main thing they don't tell you about is you know, when your fingers get wrinkly when you swim, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It can last a lifetime. Per permanent disability, permanent permanency. Yep. You know, uh, Chris, it's sort of like, uh, reminds me of the MMA guys, you know, they got that cauliflower ear. That's how you can yep. tell they've been boxing. Oh, yeah. it's with swimmers, if you see them and their hands are all shriveled up, they're, oh, look. Right. We wore the Speedo back in those days. 
Right. When's the last time you wore a Speedo, Tim? I guess you would have to go into the teenage years for that, probably. Your brother was a, was a big-time swimmer. Big-time swimmer, yeah. Yeah, he uh, was back in the 80s, maybe. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think you guys are about the same age. Uh, what, what year did you graduate from high school, Chris? I was 83. Jim was 88. Yeah, yeah he was 83, I believe. Yeah, I was 92. College, yeah, that was... <laughs> We don't, we don't talk about our professions on here too much, but I'm a chiropractor and you, I think you told me you got into chiropractic because the chiropractor you went to was the one most able to treat your injuries from football. Yes. Yeah. I kind of got into it through sports and uh, my mom always wanted me to be a chiropractor. So she was a big influence on that. I went into teaching first, um, was a biology teacher so I taught high school for a while, um, varsity boys basketball coach, and then I was 26 when I started chiropractic school. You were still pretty young uh, when you made the switch. That had to take some gumption to, to switch professions midstream then. Oh, you know, for the record, I was terrified. You know, it's always scary to get out of your comfort zone and try something new. But uh, um, like I said, my mom was a big influence on going to chiropractic school and I'd always, I, I'd benefited myself and she t took us when we were young, helped me through sports and so forth. So, you know, I, at the time I was 26, wasn't married. So I thought this is a great opportunity to go back to school. And that kind of brings us full circle, you know, here getting back to your philosophy and your books and your lectures and, sure. and all those things that uh, the people love about you. Tim, well, I want to thank you for stopping by. As always, we learn very much from you. I want to thank you for your service. Yeah, thank thanks for, for every, everything you do, Tim. You know, thanks. I appreciate it. Every day, every I appreciate day. it. All right. Well, Tim, thanks again. We're going to wrap up, and we're going to come back in five minutes, and we're going to talk a little coronavirus. All right? Sounds good. Ooh. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the conclusion of our interview with Tim Oakland when we talk coronavirus. Coronavirus.